1: Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. Today we're talking about a crushing last-minute defeat to Wolves. Um, times are hard at the moment, <laughs> but here to discuss the game
0: uh, all the way from South London. It's Mr Paul hey How are you doing, Paul? Uh, yeah, I was all right until probably about 15 minutes ago when they scored in the uh, 91st and the 97th minute. Um, but yeah, there's quite a lot to talk about in that game, I think, Uh So, yeah, looking forward to uh, having a chat with you, chaps.
1: Yeah, well, we've obviously experienced it against Liverpool. Last-minute winners feel glorious, but, yeah, they're they're very hard to take when it's the other way around. also joining away from Brazil, very early for Bren. Had an early start. How you doing,
2: mate? Yeah, not too bad. It's half nine start for me today, so no, no beers while watching. Um, recovering from last night's beers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ready to go to a, a, a kid's birthday party. I've got my Speedos. That's weird. I, I'm going no, to a birthday out. party. <laughs> <laughs> you, tree, you tree, Operation you tree <laughs> <laughs> No, it's by the beach, like, so I've got the Speedos on. Uh, for a, for a kids for a kids birthday party later on. So, uh, Brent, Brendan, <laughs> yeah. do you have
0: different speedos for like different kind of like um, events occasions? <laughs> yeah, he's got some posh ones. Yeah, some Bill Brown ones or something like
1: that. It's a black tie event. Oh, I will take my posh speedos. <laughs> <laughs> what a life! Right. Um, I mean, we haven't had to, got to share our feelings about the, the last game against Chelsea, which was a very hard one to take. I mean, the, the result for me in that game was, was kind of meaningless once half of our team had been sent off and were injured. But the Van der Ven, I just feel like everyone in the crowd that just sucked the life out of us because we just knew, like it's a hamstring injury. That's not good news. <laughs> then is, you know, we, we've got Romero getting a red card, which, in hindsight. Probably deserved. Yudogi getting your second one. <laughs> Madison going off injured. It was just like a disaster watching a game which we looked like we were going to win and we looked like we were going to we, we were going to control that game comfortably. Just slowly disintegrate before our eyes and have meaningful impact on on potentially the rest of the season because now we are under the caution. We saw that today with the team selection, which we always start with. Paul, what did you think? I mean, he. There wasn't really a huge amount of options in centre back, was there? We've we've talked about Phillips. You don't think he's ready. And then the other choice was really what do we do with Madison? Do we go with a Geo or, you know, someone slightly more attacking? Um, or do we do we go with Hoiberg? Skip someone like that, and you know he s- seemed to make his defensive, slightly defensive
0: choice, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, hoyberg Well, I've got a few notes about Hoiberg. I think I don't think he was that good today. So you know, obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah, uh, when we when, when the lineup came out, I wasn't too sure. whether it be Davis at left back or left centre back, and, mm. and and then Royale uh, switching with him? But obviously Davis, who did very well today, I thought. I thought he yeah, quite rightly got. Um, you know, like some people's man in the match, which you can quickly see on social media now. Um I was a bit worried about getting the ball in the midfield. I know die used to play like uh the six role and stuff, so he should be able to pass it. But sometimes you take an extra touch and then before you know it mm-hmm. you'll be getting swamped and stuff. But um the actual lineup itself I was I was I was all right about it. To, to be honest, um, you yeah, know, I, I was happy to see a bit more of uh, Brennan Johnson as well as not only did he score, but I thought he looked really good on Monday night before the football gods decided to rip the fucking living soul out of our season. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, that, that's what I was looking forward to as well. Seeing, seeing Johnson uh, up against uh, their fullbacks, uh, which yeah. I thought he would definitely have the beating of them. The lineup itself. Yeah, apart from apart from the Heubjerg, uh kind of maybe Bentoncore coming straight back in. That was the only thing that was really kind of like up, up for grabs for me. And then obviously Big Ange has gone for, for Heubj.
1: Yeah. And Bren, you know Richarlison, a sort of injury that seemed to come out of nowhere. He's had to have an operation this week, so our choices off, you know, the bench and, and selection choices weren't really that great, were they?
2: Yeah, you're right. We had well, so we, we had to play Brennan Johnson. Or the the alternative was was Brian Hill. We know that, that Ange likes to play the forwards, sort of wingers, sort of that hug the touchline. So we didn't really. It was either mm. Brennan Johnson or or Hill. And Johnson played well in the sort of ten or well, twenty minutes he was on against Chelsea before we had to take him off and. Obviously, <laughs> it started well. I thought, with, obviously, with the goal, but he was—I um, thought it was a good outlet. And Kulisevsky, for me, uh, his running—he his, was—he was superb today. I thought, um, for me, those talks of oh, prior to the the two goals that went in, our man of the match for me, I thought Kulisevsky was 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 superb and just calming things down, mm. stretching the play with his running. He was, he's got an engine on him. But yeah, we we um, we were limited.
1: Yeah, limited. I mean, we had Dorrington, Phillips, and Donley all on the bench. I mean. Brian is, I guess, part of the senior team now, but Valise again starts. So we've got lots of youngsters on there because we've got so many injuries now and and suspensions that the, the, the squad instantly starts to look threadbare. I feel like it was only two or three games ago that we were saying how impressive the bench was. How things can change in football, I guess. But have you not heard anything sort of in the the Brazilian grapevine about um, Richarlison? Because that injury didn't really seem to have been flagged at any point, did it?
2: Yeah, it's it's sort of it coincided with him not being called up for the Brazilian national team, and I think he took mm. his chance then. Whether it's been affecting his performances, I don't know. I think his his effort, I don't think is in question. Um, so maybe it was just something that you need to sort out. We, his pelvic bone was the was the issue he had to put in the word bone didn't he like um <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah he uh, he was obviously dropped against Chelsea and and maybe he was like well I've lo- lost my place in the first team not getting called up for Brazil so I might as well get this done now I think it's only a month out I don't it only is that long that he's going to be out yeah. for and and if it does improve him, when he comes back then then all all good
1: yeah, I did see an interview or some sort of comments this week about him being in extreme pain with it. So I don't know whether he's using that as a sort of an excuse for some of his performances. But I don't think his performances have been that different from what we've seen from him for a long time. So who knows? But like you say, yeah, maybe it's an opportunity, but it does feel a bit badly timed in this in, in, in that sense. But I suppose Brian Hill's back, La Celso. We've got enough maybe attacking options. I don't know. But the big thing for me is that Madison missing in that team is is huge, mm-hmm. and, and well, as we talk about the game, we'll, we'll probably point that out in <laughs> several situations. But uh, let's get into the game and a, a dream start, really, because it did feel like to me we were going to struggle offensively. You looked at that team, you thought, "There's not really any playmakers in there," and Sun could well be isolated. Um, so to get that early goal um, was really important. What do you think of it, Paul? It was, it was sort of good movement, I thought, from um, Johnson. He was kind of he, he started with him on the left wing, didn't he? And he passed it across. And then it wasn't really like a decisive run. He just sort of meandered over there and slipped into the right position, didn't he? And some good work with Porro and Kulu on the right.
0: Yeah, I thought we we started to press. We, we, well, we, we looked for the first four or five minutes. We like pressed the ball quite high. Um, we got the ball back and then uh, I think yeah as you said there's a slip and then like a nice little kind of overlapping run uh, from Porro and he slipped in nicely by Kulczewski kind of little kind of Cruyff kind of back kill and then yeah just just Johnson, I think it was very similar to the the uh goal that Son scored against Brentford when he just like it went right to the byline and it came in and he just like he, he slotted it in. It was quite similar to that one, if I can remember correctly. But yeah, fantastic start. And yeah, Johnson using that kind of he's lightning quick over 10. I mean we saw that the other night on Monday night. But to accelerate 10 15 metres, he's very, very quick. Mm. Um, and um yeah, he got there before uh, the um the fullback and uh, slotted it in. Yeah, dream start. Uh, and then it was just a question of like do we go for a second or do we hold on and we all know how that held on
2: it was quite inverted though as well it sort of summed up the game like the, the first few minutes they switched off they or well, they weren't on on it they, they they let us cut through them and in the last three minutes we did the same to them so it was uh it was the, the, the parallels or the the symmetry or whatever you want to call it was um was was notable
1: yeah and also the fact that we don't tend to start games particularly quickly we've, we've said that a few times this season that we've, we've been a bit slow but it, it was just one decisive move and I think that's it and lo and behold I don't know whether what you think about this Bren but like sometimes you score too early because basically for the rest of the half we struggled to create any opportunities didn't we
2: yeah I did say that in the in the pod chat just the, to be scored too early here but um because we were just talking about the the trumpet like it was the, the obviously the dedication to to um to Remembrance Day and uh I was watching the woman play the trumpet and she wasn't moving her fingers. I'm like, is, is it, is this dubbed? Is this record? Is this like top of the pops back in the nineties? where it's, it's just not Red, actually playing. The trumpet. Oh, you know. <laughs> but, and then I was just watching, then suddenly we scored. Um, but yeah, it, it is a case of, cause it sometimes that just sort of sets the tone for the rest of the game. So it then becomes defense against attack. And, um, and I think Wolves, because we're we used to sort of bossing the ball. I think Wolves had a lot of the ball today and compared to other games that we've we've played. And certainly away from home, we do tend to to boss possession. But you're right. I think perhaps it was a bit too soon to score.
1: Mm. I mean, that first half, we still had lots of possession. It was weird. It didn't feel like it to me. I don't know about you, Paul. It felt like uh, they, they were sort of putting the pressure on. But we had the ball. But again, it was just a lack of penetration we didn't create chances I think we only maybe had one or two shots in that first half and, and as they got into it Wolves were the one that was sort of putting on the pressure and having a few spells of attack weren't they
0: yeah I agree it's like when we did break and we had the ball in in like the wide areas either um uh excuse me even uh, Johnson or Kulu we were looking for like an inside pass to uh Sarr or even someone like Madison and it wasn't mm-hmm. there because uh, obviously you know, we didn't want to. We, we we didn't want to like commit too many men forward, and, and Hoyberg wasn't really kind of that offensively minded today. Um, so we, we we really missed it. Uh, we really missed Madison in that in that aspect going forward. Um, yeah, we we, we let kind get back into it because we just couldn't hold the ball in midfield. Um, I thought Sa was quite poor with ball retention and ball passing in the first half. Uh, he he got better before he got subbed. Um, and then we seem very, very narrow as well. That Dawson long raking ball out to the wings seemed to catch us a lot as well. We seem to, to to shift over. So we've seen a bit, a little bit narrower than normal as well, which allowed mm. them to get down to get down the lines. I think Sameda's a very good wing back. Um, so I think you know he he was having a little bit of joy down his side as well. But we seem to lose a little bit of control after twenty. 20 you're right after 20, 25 minutes, and uh, yeah, they start to apply a little bit of pressure.
1: Yeah, I mean, and physical as well. I think today we, we struggled with that a little bit. Again, some sort of like niggly little tackles on a few of our players that were going down injured. So every single time that happens now, I think most Burt's fans' hearts are in their mouths because we can't afford to lose any more players. But, you know, it's always going to be a physical battle against a team like Wolves. They work hard. And, and I think the one thing about them, Brent, is that maybe they had a little bit of a lack of quality in that final third, didn't they? Because they were getting those positions, but again, struggling to have meaningful chances too.
2: Yeah, I think Pedro Neto's injured, so he's sort of their main sort of creative outlet that brings the ball to yeah. to, to Hwang who's who's scoring goals like out here it was sort of billed as the uh, the game of the, the two North South Korean uh, attackers that are on form son and Hwang. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They they um they did they, they were very physical and and there was the one where um Pedro Porro got sort of a bit of a, an Achilles rake um and you're like, "Oh god, not yeah. him." That's you know so yeah, you're right. Like he had to face up to them. I think um We we did struggle. Like you said, in midfield, um, Pisuma wasn't really on it. I think perhaps he sort of knows in the back of his head he's he's one booking away from a suspension, which he now has. Uh, So hopefully Mm -hmm. when he comes back, he'll be a bit more his sort of how he was at the start of the season. Um, But yeah, the the, the physicality from Wolves, you you expect that. And and, and I don't think we... um, we, uh, we dealt with it very well. I think maybe the Chelsea game was playing in our minds. We were like a bit too... So, well, if we go in a bit too hard, then there'll be red cards and, and injuries and stuff. So maybe maybe that was a factor.
0: I, th- I think if you're if you're an Oppo team now looking at us today, you're thinking they are bare bones. They are not going to go flying in the challenges. They're going to be a little bit reticent because I think that might be in the back of some of our players' minds. It's like, I can't go in here that hard. I can't really like go like 100% into a tackle because I don't know if I'm going to end... If, if, yeah, think of the team first, If I might get injured or, you know, I might not be available for play. I might get a knock in this game. I don't know. I don't know if an, an opposition coach is saying, right, they don't want it today basically uh, because they are, they, they, they can't afford to like lose any more players. I, uh, I'm not really too sure if 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 wolves sit out of the way, but there was a lot of challenges being let go today. I mean, Brennan just said that, that one on Poros Achilles. I mean, that's a yellow. I mean that that's naughty. That that's not mistimed. That's not trying to block him off. That's he's got mm. past you. And you're just gonna be you're just gonna be a bastard and and, and try and hurt him. And that's why I felt. I just wonder if like after Chelsea on Monday clubs are looking at uh, other opposition clubs are kind of like we can be kind of out of four. We can, we, we, we can, we can bully Tottenham a little bit physically. And I wonder if, if that played into Wolves today. I know Wolves are a physical team, you know, full stop, but I just wondered if like we were thinking bare bones, you know, like I have got a lot of cover elsewhere. I can't afford to like, you know, be out for another two or three games of a knock. I don't know, maybe right. in the back of, psychologically it might have been an issue. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, but I think I think there's definitely an argument there, um, and you know you got players like Hoybier and Dyer who haven't played a lot Davis as well. Yeah. You put them under a bit of pressure physically as well. Um, then the, you know you might get you might get some results. And again, like everyone's fears about Dyer. I thought he had an all right game to be fair, but there were mo- <laughs> plenty of moments in that first half where you saw Dyer getting done, and, and he he just doesn't seem to anticipate as well as Van de Ven or Romero, and Ian. we've said it millions of times, when he doesn't do that, he doesn't have that recovery pace to, to get to get back into the game. I thought there was
0: a couple of one-on-ones when um, when, it, when the, the guy was running at him and he was trying to kind of, he was trying to take him down the right-hand side, and Dyer and got a foot in, and there was a really badly spinning ball, which was looping behind him, and Huang uh, was coming in, and Dyer and recovered really well but i know what you mean i, I yeah you know, it, it was always kind of not hearts in your mouth kind of like situations but no. yeah you know Dyer did look a little bit uncomfortable at times as well but i thought he passed it I, th- I don't think he took too many touches and slowed it down too much and i thought he got some blocks in especially in, in the first half but um yeah i can see what you are sa- i can see what you're saying about Dyer, mate
1: he did it right i'm just remembering there was a chance on the, they passed it to a man in, in in on the halfway line i can't remember who it was just knocked it just knocked it and die came flying in and then he turns around and he's like four or five Five meters off the pace there, off off that offensive line, running back trying to. Trying to I think Davis came in and, and, and made a challenge in the end. But the, you know we defended quite well in the end in that half under quite a bit of pressure. And I thought it was a, it was a difficult challenge in half. Second half, I thought. We just came out and didn't didn't get to grips with the game at all. I felt like Brent Wolves Wolves came out and were, were sort of putting us under pressure from the start, weren't they?
2: Yeah, I think we we, we had a few sort of moments early on. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it sort of, the pattern sort of carried on from the first half where Wolves were, were bossing the ball.
1: Yeah, it opened up a bit more, didn't it? I yeah. thought that's, that's the fair point. Some of it was end to end, but I just felt like they sort of got the better of the the physical element of it.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. And, and it was, I think we, we did have to change it up. I think um, the subs were, were relatively quick. I think Benton core came on, um, was it on 60 minutes? That's
1: 60, something like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so we were like, and, and I think that did help us. I think he, just in terms of dictating the pace of the game, because it, it was get, getting away from us a bit, Wolves were really going at us. And so bringing on Benton core, he, he he did sort of... Add a bit more stability uh, to midfield because Bisuma wasn't really at the races today. Um, mm. but, yeah, I thought. I, to be honest, I kind of preferred the second half to the first. The first was just all Wolves, whereas <laughs> the second half I was like, well, at least we're we getting a few moments here and there, uh, even if we weren't testing Salah that much early on.
1: Yeah, I think we we created a few more opportunities in that second half, like we did in the first half. I think we had two shots all game, and we ended up with what one, two, three, four, five, four, maybe five chances in the second half. For. So not a lot. That's the problem. We just didn't create that many shooting opportunities. But I just felt like as that game opened up a bit, there was chances for both sides. And it was just a lack of quality on the ball. And I think that's the one thing, Paul. Like Besuma Brent said to me, he's not played particularly well recently during the game. And I think that's a fair criticism. Mm-hmm. I think the last three or four games, you know, we were absolutely head over heels with how he was playing at the start of the season, you know, talking about him being the best midfielder at the moment in the Premier League, but he, he's definitely dropped off a bit, hasn't he? He has.
0: Yeah, Basuma uh, dropped off in the last like four, or six weeks. Um, yeah, he might be carrying something. We don't know. Um, but it doesn't seem to be like you know creating those little spaces, little drops of the shoulder, and uh, beating a man or beating even two men with a ball. He he, he seems pretty far from that at the moment. He might have mm. you know, he he had suspension hanging over him. I don't know if like the stupidity at Luton when he got sent off is still hanging over him or not. I'm, I'm not too sure. But he's yeah, he's definitely not being um not what we expected. Well, he's he's certainly dropped off from like what we saw at the beginning of the season where he really was like absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, and I think the other point to make, I think we said it at the start, is that if Hoybeer's come in for Madison, then we'd expect Basuma to, to play a bit further forward and, and try and do that link-up. But yeah. we didn't really
0: see it today, did we? No, not, not, not at all. I mean, I know I know they play a three five two, Wolves, but you're still thinking that, you know, when he's got the ball in a little bit of space he's, he's and, and one or two players are trying to crowd him out, there'll be another player free, which he can pass to. But yeah, we didn't see any link-up play. We didn't see him any, very little driving forward. Um, mm. I, I, I thought I wasn't too sure about the sub to be honest. Uh, I thought you should have. I mean, Saar came off first at 63 for uh, Bentoncourt and then mm. Basuma came off at 76 for LaSalle So I, I thought Basuma might have come off a little bit earlier to, uh, to to be honest. I thought it could have kept Saar on and then br- and brought Bentoncourt, Saar, and Hoyberg, but. Um, that's why I sit and talk on a podcast and I'm not being paid millions of pounds to stand on the side. Of the world. <laughs> um, well we lost Paul, so you can you know you yeah. can claim that you're I right told right you I fucking told you I told you. yeah <laughs> but yeah Basuma. um let's hope now he comes back after uh, villa uh, in his suspension and you uh, know and and returns to something like we saw at the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, I've just been a little bit disappointed. Like He's been a bit absent in games, you know, when you kind of think, oh, right, I can't really think of anything Pesuma's done for the last 10 minutes um, when you see him do something. And it's he just didn't have that to start with. He was dominating games. He was dominating possession. He was in defence. He was breaking stuff up. And I just feel like we've kind of lost that a little bit. But the main thing for me is that is that driving intent, going forward, creating something, committing men, creating space. Didn't do any of that today. And I felt like basically our attack was just try and punt it out wide hope that like Johnson or Kulu create something it would come back across and we just didn't have anyone in the middle to sort of get on the ball and play something with some quality obviously you're going to when you've got Davis on the left you're missing a your making those runs we just didn't have enough going forward did we Brennan I don't think and, and today was sort of quite difficult in, in, in that sense
2: yeah just looking at the, the stats so we always had 17 shots um, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah, again it was it was one of those ones where they 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 dominated uh, possession and we tried to, to, to stay in it, but but that made it feel like you were saying about Bissouma. He just, he seemed to get brushed off the ball quite easily. His, his passing wasn't accurate. And um yeah, we, we were sort of, it was a bit hopeful, a lot of our, our attacking play. Like Son was being crowded mm. out. I thought that they they really did a number on Son. Like, as yeah, soon as he got they the did. ball, he, they, they had two players on him. And uh, so he sort of, had quite a quiet game apart from getting stamped in the bollocks uh, in the ninety third or fourth minute by Dawson, um, but yeah, it was it was um, it was it was tough. We weren't we weren't at our, our flowing best in terms of attack, and, and that just shows that the, the drop off when we have some injuries that, um, and and I think obviously with the lineup he went quite defensive. We didn't have a a, a Lascelles or a Benton core that, that, that can pick a pass, um, so that that would have affected our, our ability going forward.
0: Saying that though, their their equaliser is a bloody good goal. That well, Go on. that's
1: it. I mean, I was going to say like they, they created these chances, but can you think before that of anyone where you were like, they, I think Vicario was forced into one decent save, which was sort of like pushed wide from the right-hand side. I think it was hit low and he got down to it. Yeah, that was the first Apart half. from that, yeah, apart from that, I can't really think of too many chances where I was like, wow, we were lucky there. They just they didn't they didn't have a huge amount of quality in that final third and they weren't creating that many decent chances and then the goal they scored was just was quality wasn't it absolute quality.
0: We just switched off throw in, and it's actually Dyer comes over into the right back position so they've, everything has to switch over and uh, yeah I mean the, the ball chipped in that first touch was. Absolutely beautiful. It really it just like he killed it and, and he kept it in the air and then just like left foot and just like you yeah, know, even it even though it's at like Vicario's near near post, it was hit with such so, a bit of a swerve, a bit of fade and power. It was a, it were I mean, I <clears throat> rewound the telly and just thought, yeah, that's a really, really good goal. And uh, it, it took some of that quality because they had loads of free kicks and they had loads, and they were really poor in the dead ball. Mm. Thinking, yeah, this could be, we could see this out, and then obviously, yeah, that that bit of quality. But I, I think you know you can't really kind of blame uh, our defence today. It was, it was just a really good first touch and just a really good finish.
2: I think we can a bit. We kind a bit like it, it was. It was not just the, the recovery pace with, with with Davies and Dyer. It's it's just the awareness and like obviously it was a good run and, and it, it came literally a minute or two after Lo Celso hit one and he couldn't have hit it better. It was a good save from Sartre and it was going right in the top corner. And you're like that when, when, when that was saved, I was like, Oh God, that, that's, it's going to come back to bite us. And, um, but yeah, I, I, I thought we could have got a bit tighter to him. He had so much space and obviously you're right that that first touch killed the ball and, and maybe, but I just think uh, some defenders with a bit more wherewithal, a bit more sort of alertness and, and awareness of what's going on around them gets a bit tighter to him. But yeah, you're right. It was, it was, as they say here, a gollass.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what we're just going to have to expect with Darren Davis. They're not quite as on it. And like we say, their recovery pace just isn't quite there. And even though it was a very good move, very good touch, I agree with you, Bren. I think if we'd have been a bit more aware and a bit tighter to him, then... Um, and, and, and you know watching runners then it would have made it a bit harder for him but yeah you can't really argue when someone controls it and then f- first time finishes it like that you've got very little time to react to that so it was it was a great goal but then after that it's just I kind of felt like this against against Chelsea a little bit when, we, when we'd lost the you know the first red card that w- we were still playing dangerously and I know like he's going to stick to his stick to his guns and stick to his principles Ange, and we're going to Keep playing the same way, but like there's quite a lot of principles in Ange Ball, <laughs> and I don't think that means necessarily that we have to stick to all of them. And sometimes, you know, playing out from defence and trying to do things quickly and not settling, um, you know, we've seen in previous games that we did seem to sort of slow stuff down to to sort of see out a game. But today we just. I don't know why we weren't doing it. Once they scored that goal, the next few minutes just seemed a bit of a, of a panic for us, Paul.
0: So they're scoring the 91st minute, and then obviously you think, right, okay, calm heads, you've got some experienced players on the field, you've got Dyer, etc., Davis, international players, like okay, just calm us down, let's just, just hold what we've got. And maybe that's been kind of coached a little bit out of them and and Ange thinking, okay, we can we we can still play our systems, we still play our, our types of play, and um unfortunately um, you know, uh, we give away a free, we give away a free kick. Uh, Royale kind of like kicks the ball, but carries on moaning to the ref. And before you know it, the ball's beyond Royale, and um, they're, they're up against us. And I think Dyer and Davis try to play offside, and yeah, Lamima kind of like just like beats offside trap, and then yeah, puts it in pretty much thirty seconds to go. It's um, we're looking at it with hindsight, right? And obviously, you know, we, we, you, you can say, "Why can't we?" Yeah, as I say, resort to like just hold what we've got. But you know, that's that. You know, Ange has been very, very, very vocal, uh, especially after Monday night with the Chelsea game, that he's going to stick to their systems and stick to their play, and this is the way it's going to be. Now uh, you, we have we have to make peace with that, and sometimes it will work, and sometimes it won't. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have an issue with it,
1: apart from the fact that the players that were asking to do it at that point, I feel like it was it was Davis, <laughs> Dyer, uh, Hoyer, and I don't don't think any of them are technically the best under pressure or with the ball, etc. And I feel like expecting them, you're right, like Emerson Rod as well. Like that whole situation was a mistake because we were playing it to feet in a very congested area. It wasn't like their time on the ball. I feel like at that point, with a few minutes left, we should have been looking to put it out wide. And then support those players. Get the ball, you know, recycle it, whatever. Just just keep possession and don't put it in those areas where if we lose it, we're under pressure. And you're right; like we gave that free kick away, and Emerson is not getting back quick no. enough. The ball is clearly there. Mm-hmm. Dyer, Dyer and Davis, you're right, are, are back, but you know Davis has to come across. Emerson's trying to catch up, and, and by then everyone's out of shape. It's just you, you in that situation whether you take a yellow for kicking the ball away or whatever you can do, one of the other midfielders get in and stand on the ball. Just, you know, other teams do it all the time. Just stop that quick ball being played. Give Emerson enough time to get in position. We didn't do that. And yeah, you're right. This is all hindsight, but these are the sort of things that we should be doing. Also, Hojbjog,
0: does let Lomima go. I mean, Hojbjog, I mean, Chris, uh, guy, is near me was saying that you know, l- limit uh, that Hoiberg like just didn't track his run. I didn't pick it up the first time, but I, as I say, I rewound TD back and uh, yeah, Hoiberg just 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 lets him go. Just just he knows he's there because he glances at him over his shoulder and just lets him and, and lets lets him run it at our centre backs, which is I think. But um, Dyer doesn't react either, right? Not really. No, he go yeah, and Davies obviously know they're going to try and play him offside. I don't think Dyer knows. Uh, Rarely mean memories to be honest, and um, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, mm. but you're right. St- Emerson, you've tapped the ball away, stand in front of that ball, right, and stop it being taken. You're not in any you're not in any kind of you know, like any any hurry, you're not in any kind of yellow card situation, et cetera, et cetera. Just take one for the team and and that's it. But no, you're right. And um oh sorry, it wasn't a yellow, so maybe you couldn't stand on the ball. But you know, somebody somewhere's gotta slow that down and not let that break go. That and that's concentration, I think, as well, and a little bit of kind of I don't like the phrase game management, but I'm going to use it. And you think someone's going to be a bit cuter there, and you and just like see those last ninety seconds out.
2: Speaking, speaking of cute, mm. did you see uh, Brian Hill's moustache? Fucking, he should have got a book for that. But he he kept he kept coming central.
1: Brian, he's like half my age, and his moustache is still better than mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But he, uh, we were right though. We sort of in that midfield sort of confusion. We just sort of wouldn't weren't able to like hold on to the ball, and and there was they got the, the free kick quickly. But Brian Hill just whenever he got the ball just was brushed off it so easily. Just that he doesn't yeah. have that physicality, and and you're, you're right. And that 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 quick free kick, uh, that's what caught us out. Like we, we were just on the back foot ever ever since that. And again, it's about a bit more, yeah, a bit being a bit cute, a bit more now to sort of to try and to not let them take that free, quick free kick. And yeah, it was just so frustrating. It was, it was a good finish from, from Lamino. You, you have to give him his props there as, as, as Mr. Muir loves to say, but um, it was, oh, it was just so annoying. Again, I was swearing. So my missus, she, um, she hates it when I'm watching football in the house, just swearing all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dannil bread. um what do we think of the subs because we talked about brian being a bit weak but i thought some of the stuff he did was was quite good he you know he held on to the board a few times i think so i thought the right? so G-
0: seriously do you think he was all right <laughs>
1: Well, we didn't have a lot of time. I mean, we what, how many? I mean, let me get some stats. He came on. He came him. on. He came on, your... this, he
0: came on the seventy fifth seventy fifth minute. I don't think he touched. What it. was your general impression then that he gave the ball away? No, I don't think he gave the ball away. I think he was in good positions where he could have like opened his body out. I thought receiving the ball, his body shape was all wrong. I thought I didn't think he took anything on the half turn, which forced him inside all the time when he could have, mm. when he could have took it down the line, a Kulazeski kind of style, or even. I mean, he hasn't got the raw pace of uh, of Johnson. Who I'm slightly worried about because he pulled out with a calf issue just for he got subbed as well, which is uh, a little concerning. But anyway, uh, Brian Hill. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of like, you know, basically stick to the stick to the byline and like try and take try and take your full back on. And I thought, yeah, in a one the one situation, somebody tricky like Hill might be able to like you know get a little bit of joy. But no, he he seemed to like always kind of like take his he take the ball with his back to goal. He got a lot of the ball as well, but he. Just, mm. he, did, he I don't think he did much with it. And as Brendan said there, he's like, he's like one of those little lumpa lumper guys. He just gets brushed off the ball really, really quickly. Mm. And um, yeah, he need, he needs to be a, a, a wee bit stronger, in, in my opinion. But yeah, sub wise as well. I thought yeah, as I said, Basuma and the, the Basuma Saar was the wrong way round as well, uh, which which was a real shame.
1: What do you think of La Celso? Because he put himself into a few tackles, didn't he? But again, again, going forward, didn't really offer much apart from one shot I think
0: he had. Um I thought he did two really good tackles, 92nd and 95th minute. I've actually written them down. Yeah. He does a he did a sliding challenge from the wrong side. He gets the ball and he kind of sweeps his body around and he and he starts another he starts another attack. I thought defensive was really good. I thought he was neat and tight. I think him and Bentoncore looked alright. Obviously, they are gonna start. I think probably, because has obviously uh, been suspended now. So one of them um, will st- one of them will start after the initial break. Um but yeah, I thought the so Celso looked neat and tidy. I think he looked for the forward pass, but Son was offering absolutely jack shit today. Dawson will go home tonight, keys, wallet, phone, Hung Ming Son when he takes his pants off tonight. And um yeah, I just don't think, you know, that yeah, that that a forward thinking player like Celso had a lot of options. To, to pass forward, so but on the whole, no. I thought I thought he did fine, especially yeah. as I said, those two tackles and defensively,
2: and that's good in terms of like we were saying that we got, we are short on numbers. So he, the minutes that he got in today, hoping obviously that, that he, he steers clear of injury, I, I don't know if he'll be called up for Argentina. Bearing in mind he hasn't played that much for us, but um, but yeah, it, it, mm. it does bode well that he got, he, he did. I thought he played okay. Again, he's he's it does get brushed off a, b- a little bit too easily. Not not as much as Brian Hill, but, but as I said, the only the only other shot after the goal that we had on target was his and and had that gone in, oh, yeah. oh it was just so close.
1: This is it. We had a few chances. I think mean, Kulu threatened a few times and again, just, you know, maybe his final ball was macking, but you're right. Kulu, you said he had a really good game today and he's there just doing all the hard work. He was like the only outlet and I feel like we weren't committing forward as much today as, as we normally do. Part of that might be because we were one up and we didn't feel the need to. But he, I just feel like a lot of what he did was kind of thankless tasks in the end because they'd get men around him, and unless he was supported, he struggled. But again, just in that final third, it's not quite clicking for him, and
0: it, it didn't really click for anybody today. You're right, Son
1: offered offered nothing in the end.
0: Um, he's not really dropping that shoulder again and coming on his left mm. foot and trying to curl in into in, in the far side. Also, as well, he's still not releasing. The, I mean, there were easier, he could have slid in Son at one point. He was ahead of Dawson. And we would have been on side, and it was an easy inside ball between the fullback and mm. the left side, centre back, uh, Kilman. That was it. And and someone had been in. That was an easy pass to make. I, we, we could all see it on the TV. He didn't do it. There was a couple of other balls when Saab broke forward as well on, on his side and he couldn't. He didn't. He, he's not me. Yeah, this is why, again, I'm on a podcast and he's playing like yeah, football at elite level. But it's easy for us to say, but he's still not just reaching the ball at the right time. And also, that curling left foot shot into the far corner doesn't seem to be there this season. I don't know. If, but then again, He's obviously, as you say, a great outball. I mean, he's running. It's
2: yeah, incredible yeah. what he
0: does. It yeah. is incredible. That, that He looks like it's going to be taken off him at any point and he'll jink in between two players and he'll get a mm-hmm. foul or he'll get a pass away. And yeah, he, I mean, he's... he's. I thought we might have tried him inside today, midfield. I think we spoke on our Patreon chat earlier in the week uh, in the children Patreon chat about maybe him as an option instead of Madison. I think um, uh, HG said it last night on the YouTube... Really good YouTube last night as well. If you can find it, and talking about maybe him coming into the middle as well. But yeah, Hoyberg, sorry, excuse me, um, kozeski It's just yeah, he's, he's just unoffensively. He's doing everything right apart from the final five percent, and it's it's quite frustrating. Mm-hmm. But um, he's but he, he he offers he offers that outball. Offers a, a really, really good album.
1: Just quickly before we go, Brent, um we've now got the international break. Do you think that's come as a, a good time for us? Because obviously we've got a few of our players that' quite tired. They've all been beaten up, and um, you know, we've obviously got suspensions, injuries, etc. It's probably come at a good time, isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is that the injuries that we have, the, the, the important ones, are, are longer term, so we're not going to get Madison back or Van der Ven back. Mm. So had had one of those, at least one of those, been in line to come back after an international break. Yeah, I'd agree, but. Um yeah, it's uh, it gives a chance for um for us to, like you said, have a bit of a breather. Uh, it is good that that we do have this couple of weeks, but, but the injuries that we have are, are the, the, the the serious ones are longer term. We'll get Udogi back uh, from his suspension. And it, that's just it as well. Like the play's going out. What if, what if one of them gets a knock? What if <laughs> what if Udoggy yeah. know what I mean? So it can can work both ways.
1: No I agree. I think it's just it's just probably a good time because it's you know we started off so brightly it felt like everything was going in one direction obviously this is like two two bad results in a row. I feel like a little bit of a break now to sort of like regroup.
0: Uh, refocus
1: is, is probably good.
0: Sorry, I think you said something really good early on. It's like maybe there's a little bit of a hangover from Monday. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, this break in in answer to your question, I think this break could probably come at a good time. You know, we are going to lose, you know, a couple of players, you know, but we're also going to have a time for Ange to like maybe work on some kind of like, you know, like, okay, Chelsea's gone. Unfortunately today, you know, it's, as you say, it's always on in the past. It's it, And let's move forward he's got a time now to like regroup and let that let this week kind of settle and and effectively like be in, be in the rearview mirror and he can now he can now work in his central break with like you know to, to go forward to villa and then go for, um, obviously like city which no one's expecting anything from us on that especially with the issues that we have but i think this i, th- I think this break's come at a good time um, and uh yeah and, and we can we can regroup and come back and and, and uh, smash villa up uh, on the sunday <laughs> Kind of wishful. I mean, we, we talked it, about December. What, what
1: I think I think smashing them is wishful. Yeah, I don't think they're that that they're, I think they're a decent team still, and I think with us missing key elements to our team, yeah, I think us smashing them is is wishful. What? But we'll see. I'm willing to be proved wrong, obviously. But look, you know, we, we looked at December before. It's a real busy month. It's this this is kind of make or break. Like we are going to miss them for the best part of like ten games or something like that. I think it will be. Uh, sorry, you know. Um, about Van der Ven, we're gonna we're gonna lose him for a good part of the game, and and Madison as well, probably. Mm. I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that his isn't going to be quite as bad as, as the hamstring pull, but you know we're still talking about January for him at the minute. It's a real pivotal part of the season, and yeah, it, you know we'll get them back in January. We've Got to go again, but you know d- December is going to be a massive month, um, which we'll talk about more in, in in subsequent pods. I'm sure today we're just going to have to lick our wounds, and like I said, we've at least we've got a sort of a two week break, and before we get back with Villa right cheese eds, let me just quickly mention football prizes there's no specific spurs prize this week but um there's plenty of other decent prizes on there cash prizes all sorts of memorabilia and stuff so get involved there football prizes.co.uk if you join our patreon you get a 15 percent discount off all ticket prices there so an extra incentive to get involved at patreon that's patreon.com forward slash the cheese room podcast right um Paul, thanks ever so much for joining, yeah, as always. Yeah, no dramas.
0: Yeah, nice to know today. Uh, it's still quite a nice sunny day here in London. Yeah, well, it's a nice sunny day in the UK because if you watch the game, you can see it was like uh, nice and bright. And, uh, yeah, just off out now. And then uh, UFC 295 tonight. Tom Aspinall, heavyweight. <laughs> Come on, Tommy boy. Come on, Tommy boy. So, yeah, back back in time for that. Probably probably treat myself to a pizza tonight. There you go, cheese. That's a little kind of like peek <laughs> behind the green room curtain there and uh, watch a bit of UFC. Yeah.
1: There you go. And just got to give a shout out to Jimbo and James and their mate whose name I can't remember who met up with us before the Chelsea game. So always nice to uh, share a beer of our patrons. Yes. <laughs> Bren, um, oh yeah, and a big shout out to my mate Bailey as well, and um, Seb who were both at the Wolves game today, disappointed getting text off him saying,
0: <laughs> saying that he's bad luck. If, we, if, yeah, we're, um, giving, if we're giving shouts out, um, I belong to quite a nice gym in London, and Amy um, she's now she realised that yeah, I'm a Tottenham fan, she's a season ticket holder in the South Stand as well, so Amy, if you're listening uh, thank, yeah, thanks for uh, joining up and stuff, and it's always really good to like, have your thoughts on uh, what we do, so cheers for that top stuff Brent Just for joining have fun down the yeah, beach yeah
2: we'll do no it's been fun I needed this I sent it to Paul while you were picking up your pizza from Jason Duzel or whoever it was that was delivering <laughs> it. Uh, this has cheered me up so um, yeah off to, the, off to a kids party in my speedos what I could go wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright cheers as always thanks for listening uh, look out for the YouTube guys we'll be back on Monday and there'll be stuff over the international break to look out for so till next time come on you Spurs
0: come on you Spurs come on Spurs <laughs>